0: Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team, and a teaching partner with Empowered Living. And I'll just be honest with you. The first half of my life, I spent people-pleasing. And then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. And so to top it all off, if that wasn't enough, I had a broken mindset. Now, the funny part, well, it's not really funny, but... <laughs> The, the reality of all was that I could not see what I could not see. I was so close to it that I could not see that my, my limiting beliefs were holding me back. These, these stories that had played and, and that I had programmed in my brain for the first half of my life, they were, they were truly causing me to stay trapped, and, but I couldn't see. And then one day I walked into my office. I remember exactly where I was. I shut the door and I said out loud, there has got to be more. For me than this. And it was that day that I was willing to bet on myself. I mean, I literally took a step in the direction of my dreams. Now I'll be honest, I, I could not see the next step, but I just took the first step. And from that time forward, I began to see things different. And Wayne Dyer was right. I saw that quote not too far, you know, long after that time and it said, when you change the things that When you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. And I begin to see these things manifested in my life. And not that my life is perfect. I am far from perfect. And this is not the perfect podcast. So if you're one of the perfect people, please listen today because we have an amazing guest coming on. But to listen, listen to Dana. And then after that, you might not want (laughs) to, you might not want to follow me because I am not perfect. I'm a work in progress. But I partner with people who want to make a difference, you know doing something that makes a difference and, and I think you probably agree with me there 's never been a better time to make a difference than now so i 'm super excited today to bring to you Dana Baker Williams with parenting in real life and i just I just love the the whole you know the name of her business, just the fact that she put real in there because I am so over all this this fabricated magical pixie dust kind of image that we're all seeing all over Facebook and social media, Instagram. So she's going to bring us some real truth today. So join me in welcoming Dana. Dana, what are you most excited about today?
1: Well, I think you just made me really excited by um, everything you just said, because it is time for change now. And it's time that we can all band together instead of pulling apart. And, um, you know, that's what I try to do for people is help band their own families together um, in a more connected manner. And I think that today more than ever with all this stuck together, too much togetherness is what I call it. (laughs) Um, when we're all stuck at home with everybody 24 hours a day, I think that's kind of tough. And, um, I'm trying to help people cope with that by, um, giving them tools to find a way to connect to their kid, no matter what age, you know, kids, um, teenagers have their own brand of crazy with eye rolling and everything else. And then, uh, but little kids, they can do the tantrums. They can get tired. They can get anxious. Everyone's anxious right now, right? It's hard not to be.
0: Yeah. You just, you just hear that constantly, you know, the, first of all, parents just adjusting in the initial stages, you know, of the pandemic, just the reality of setting up their home office all of a sudden on the ironing board or on the kitchen (laughs) table, doing (laughs) the homework, doing math. I couldn't do the math right now. And, um, you know, they're having to do math and juggle that and do snacks and, and all that. And like you said, in addition to life going on, there's somebody having a breakup with a girlfriend or boyfriend, and there's a three-year-old that's having to learn the word no, and all this stuff on a good day, maybe would be dealt with in a different manner. But right now, everything is just kind of up in the air. So it
1: is. And I think that um, for parents to understand and hear that that's okay and you, you are enough, right? The parent is enough, but they're human. So as you are saying, nobody's perfect, right? This is not a perfect world, we are not perfect people. And no matter how hard we may try, none of us is a perfect parent. So what is most important is wanting to shift how you feel or how you react. Um, one of the things I, I my daughter, um, I got into this business because my daughter had anxiety and ADHD, but I didn't know it at first. Um, I was traveling a lot for work. And when I got sick, I, I came down with lupus. Um, well, didn't come down with it, but whatever. Um, and I went to pick up my daughter from kindergarten at that point, And her teacher said, Oh good. You're home. Maybe she'll feel better now. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, you know, all the stomach aches. It's a five-year-old. What do you mean she had stomach aches? Nobody told us that. And she's like, oh, I, you know. (laughs) So, So I found out she had stomach aches. And then I realized that she was having problems. She was getting very frustrated very easily. And if things changed in her day, anything goes, you know, a shift here, a time pickup there, three kids to play with instead of one, she blew up into this huge tantrum and she just couldn't handle it. And so I was trying to figure out what was wrong with her. I had nowhere to turn. Um, my husband thought there's not something wrong with her. I just stopped coddling her. I'm like, no, no, it's something more than that. <laughs> yeah. And so it just made our whole family dysfunctional in a way. And, you know, my poor little son was trying to take care of her, hit her, his sister. Well, you know, the dad was getting angry and I was away. So it was just a mess. And. I didn't want other people to have to go through that and feel so alone and feel like they're the only people that are dealing with this because you're right, social media and just even being with your friends, right? You don't talk about that type of stuff. You might be like, oh, the tantrums are terrible or they're not sleeping, but that's really different than opening up and saying, I don't know what I'm doing. And she doesn't seem to be able to remember a phone number and she can't memorize, but the teachers are saying, She's fine because she's working five hours a night at homework, so she does well. Like, that's not, that's not okay. Um, and so it took me a while to get to the party and find somebody to help. So I tried different social workers. I asked all the teachers. Uh, finally, I found somebody who was able to help and that said, oh, maybe you want to get her t- tested for ADHD. And I said, well, I do, but teachers keep telling me she doesn't have it. And she said, just here's a name name and number. Anyway, we got her tested, she had ADHD and her reaction was, thank you. I'm not stupid. You know, I'm not a brat. I can't regulate my own feelings very well. I'm not stupid because I don't remember my friend's phone number after four years. I have a memory processing issue. And that was a huge, I mean, it was overwhelming for me to read this report, but it was enlightening for her and life-changing. We got her on medication for the anxiety and for the ADHD and it was almost overnight change. Wow. It was was insane. And so that's how I came to do what I'm doing. And I work with anxious, either mostly parents, but um, who have anxious children or children with ADHD or teens who are anxious and all the stress for teenagers right now is crazy. Um, I will also work with a a 12 or older child, but honestly, I hate to say this because the parents don't like to hear this, but honestly, it's your fault. (laughs) It's not your fault at all. It's you who can make the change easier than a child, right? So we start with you and give you the coping tools so that you are better able to respond as opposed to react.
0: Yeah, that's exactly and, right, and it's it's such a great point because the person with the most awareness has the most responsibility. Absolutely, and and oftentimes we see that that role switched. And when I worked in the school systems, a lot of times, you know, the parents would come in and for the conferences, and and you would almost be shocked at at the behavior. Just trying to decide who was the adult, who was the most responsible one. And, and I think that that's a great point because they, they do hold, and in most cases, they hold the key, the key to unlock
1: the code. Exactly. And they certainly are in a better position to shift how they react and how they do things and uh, how they share that information with their child, right? So there's a lot of, and, you know, and we all blow up sometimes and our head goes twisting around because, you know, we're human. Right. But- I can help with that. And sometimes it's just having another person on the other end of the phone or the video to be able to feel like there's a landline and a, and a lifeline to, just to help you get through it. Um, and I write articles for all the parenting and mental health magazines um, trying to show you how you can talk a child down from an anxiety attack. But what you don't wanna do is not validate their feelings. You know, that's really key. Um, because what you don't want to do is say, Oh, calm down. You're fine. Cause they're not fine. The reaction, the sweating and the dizziness and the panic feelings that they're real. It's a physiological truly happening thing. But what you can do is explain to them why, and you can, if they're there, you could hold them close until their breathing regulates with yours. And then the nervous system calms down. Now, as a parent, when your child is having a tantrum, they're at their worst. You need to be at your best, and that's not easy, right? So that's another tip. It's not easy, but it's true. At the that's worst, right. That is a such
0: point. a. That's it's such a small little phrase that you just said, but it's so true. When they're having a fit, you know, when they're not at their best, we have to be at our best, and we are in charge. We're the grownups, you know, and we, we need to not escalate to it, right? Yeah, and it's not easy. It's not. There's <laughs> I can remember it's thinking awful. sometimes, run away. Let me just run away as a, as a, as a young mom. And then I thought, well, you got to come back. Cause somebody's got to eat, you know, but. <laughs> but actually running it. away is a
1: really good idea. Cause if you can take yourself out of the room for a little while and calm yourself down before you blow up and twist around like a crazy person yourself, um, you know, that's great. Remove yourself or remove the child from, from that moment of escalation because once it gets, over the top. it just, you know, there's no coming back very easily. And then you've got them in tears and you're in tears, you know,
0: and your other kids are yelling, "Ah, stop it. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's just the circus. It's it's own. Then at that point, it has, it has a mind of its own. It totally does. And parenting is,
1: is super hard. And a few little tips like that can, can really help. Although you don't think it can. I had one client, a teenage girl, which can be a lot. Um, And you know, she wasn't doing her homework. She was putting yucky stuff out on the social media, you know, whatever the case was, she wasn't coming home on curfew, she was smoking pot. Um, and this one phrase I used one day really resonated with her. I said, okay, picture your daughter as the stove. Step away from the hot stove. Do not touch the hot stove, step away. And from then on, she's like, oh my God, she was such a hot stove, <laughs> that's good. And it worked for her for some
0: reason. just a one little symbol phrase kind of anchor your thoughts and pull you back. I think that's great. And I mean, that is what, that is what we spend so much time, you know, in, in the area of, you know, mindset growth and personal development, you know, that's, that's what we're doing is we are creating these spaces that we can remember, you know, we want to remember not the past. We want to remember how we're going to respond in the future and, Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't wanna take the time to do it, but if you can slow down enough to get these tips.
1: Yeah, exactly, you can really help yourself. You know, whether, whether you help yourself or you help your child, you're, you're still helping the child. You know, same thing as self-care, right? You need to take that time a little bit because you're not at your best if you're angry or tired or whatever that might be. And um, therefore, you know, the, the kids pick up on all of that, on all the emotion it's kind of emotions are, are contagious. So if you're calm, they're gonna be able to take that on some. Um, if you're anxious or high strung about something, they feel that and they manifest that themselves, right? And um, I think trying to just remember all of these little things that can that can help just set the tone. You can reset the tone, even if you've had a blow up, you know, you apologize, you say, I wasn't at my best right then. You know, this is what happened, you know, which also another another tip is naming the emotion for them can really help if it takes the heat out of it. So let's say your kid comes home from school. My God, totally blew it on the test. I was, you know, terrible. I blanked out. Oh, so anxiety took your brain cells for the, for a moment, huh? That can really happen. Maybe next time you can do this, right? So take it off of them. It's not that they did something. It's, Hey, you have an emotion and, and this is one of the things that emotion can do. Oh and wow. I love
0: yourself, that. Right? I love that. Just name it and 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 redirect it. And just it's like not them. That was right. not really them. It was an emotion that they were choosing. And they have they have several different ones they could choose from, but that's the one they chose at that moment and gave them that result. That's yeah. I love and that. They,
1: and they can choose how to how to react in that in that moment, even if it is that the anxiety comes up or anger comes up. Okay, well, how do, we, how do we navigate that? Because you're going to be angry. You can be angry. That's okay. I mean, and kids need to learn that because when they're just told, oh, you're hungry, as they grow up every time they're angry, I oh, know you're just hungry. Or, you're just tired. Well, then how do they know that it's okay to be angry? And how do they know how to manage that anger when it comes? Because it does come. We all get angry sometimes, you know, or sad or you know, stressed or whatever it is um, that the feelings are real. And I, I do believe with anyone, whether it's your friend, your child, your teenager to validate the feelings first can be super helpful or for yourself. Validate it for yourself. Oh, okay. I'm feeling angry. I remember in college I'd go running and I talked to a friend of mine afterwards. and they're like, Oh, it was wrong. I'm like, nothing. Well, you're angry. I'm not angry. You always run when you're angry and you only run when you're angry. I was like, I was in college and I stopped and I was like, oh, you're right. That's what I do. Okay. I am angry, but I didn't know it because I wasn't brought up feeling emotions. You know, I was pushed them away. And so that's another thing I really want to bring to families is don't push them away because how you connect with your child lasts forever. And to connect, you have to be vulnerable to connect. You need to be open and, to all of it and show them that you're there and you're their safe place no matter what. And if you're their safe place, then they can start to regulate their emotions because they know they have a place to put them. Wow, you know? that
0: is, that is so, so rich with just information and such a needed discussion right now, I think, in, in light of everything that we're seeing going on around us, just okay the truth and and the the tools and the techniques that we can teach ourselves <laughs> as adults yeah. and also teach our children and you know the world will be better it will how, how can people get in touch with you dana i have a website parentinginreallife.org
1: you can go there you can email me just at dana at parenting in i'm on all the social media channels Parenting in real life, basically. Okay. Uh, and yeah, and if anybody needs help, I'm, I'm so happy to be able to give it. And I do write, and you'll probably see my articles all over the mommy places and the mental health. Um, awesome. Actually one of the biggest things I love is hearing from somebody after they've read an article of mine and they say, it really, really helped and it changed my focus and it changed my relationship. And that's, that's wonderful.
0: <laughs> That is, I mean, what, that's music to your ears. I mean, that is, that just is the confirmation of the call in your life. I mean, that is powerful. Yeah. Thank you. Help train, you know, change the trajectory of somebody's life. With just something written.
1: I mean, imagine what you can do working with somebody, right? So I, I um, am able to help people do a few months and we, we plan it out. We make a make a table of, okay, what do you want? What parent do you want to be? What's your, what's your vision? Let's get you there to that vision. Because we all want to be that great, happy parent who has a happy home life and a big connection to our kids and a family that is not dysfunctional, which by the way, most families are dysfunctional in some way or another. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. But you're right. We're all, I think we all, whether we realize it or not, want to be more, do more and become more. And yeah. this is, this is a great way to do that. And so I just would encourage you to reach out, you know, to Dana. And, and thank you again, Dana, for being with us today. What part of, um, I know that, you know, when we connected, and uh, you saw the Gritty Women podcast, what part of Gritty did you just, what resonated with
1: you? Oh, for me, that was just so real. Um, and actually when I first saw Gritty, I wasn't thinking of you know, the G-R-I-T-T-Y that you have, which is awesome as well. It's just that, that importance of resilience to me is one of the biggest skills anybody can learn and have in their back pocket because, um, and one of the things I really think we need to teach children from an early age is giving them a place to fall and fail and get back up because without that, you don't learn resilience, right? You're, if everything's done for you, You don't need to rely on yourself. So you don't know how deep you go. Um, And that really resonated because I think resilience, perseverance, gratitude, they're just so important and they can make such a difference in a person's life. It it gives you a foundation. And I think that's key. So so that's what really helped me. You froze. Anyway, it's been great being on here. I love our discussion and I love Gritty Women. Uh, and I'm gonna pass it around because I think the name of it is just so fabulous. Um, and I love your podcasts as well. It's really great. And I think we lost you. I am alone. So I'm going to end the recording, I think.
0: Yeah. And so gratitude alone is one thing that me personally changed everything in my life. Really? When I really began to implement it, you know, it took took the trauma and the shame and guilt that, that piece away. So maybe we can bring you back on another time and we can talk about just the importance of gratitude, you know, in, yeah. the, in the family, each relationship each letter is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. So thanks again, Dana, for giving us your time today. We appreciate it. And remember that, you know, for all the listeners out there that gritty is the new strong and gritty is the new pretty, and we're going to fall down. We know that, but we're going to grit back up because we are resilient. So thank awesome. you so much. And go it time, a day. It. we'll see you soon.